You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. So, uh, you guys play anything good lately? Uh, oh, you're talking about video games here, Joe? I'm so excited because, <laughs> you know, we, we are, and I know we talked about this a little bit, but we are going to be reviving the old video game podcast, The 8-Bit Gladiators, except this time it's going to be double the fun, Ooh. double the excitement. Yeah, that's right. It's the new, ver- we're, it's the super podcast version of the 8-Bit Gladiators, so of course. 2.0. That's right. Or 16-bit, as it were, yeah. the console wars. That's right. Uh, we're, we're, we're moving up a generation, finally. <laughs> yeah, it only took five years. And that's uh, we're kicking that off next week. Uh, with uh, uh, well, we'll talk about it later too. With the the movie that we're going to be talking about, oh yeah. But kind of like, uh, well, I mean, kind of like how we we did we spin off Apic Gladiators that way, or was that just do we just did a crossover? I'm not sure what happened first. I think you started the Eight Bit Gladiators first, and then uh-huh. we kicked off the editing bay with a crossover episode where we talked about Street Fighter, both the movie that's and right. the video game. And that's, then, uh, right. that's that's what launched the editing bay uh, all six years ago. Uh, almost, we're almost at 365 episodes, Joe. Can you believe that? One oh per God. day. You could listen to one per day for a year. <laughs> Dude, 365 podcast. hours of our uh, podcast. Yeah, well, you're assuming every episode's only one hour. Lately, <laughs> well, lately we've been uh, pushing an hour and a half, and the reason for that is because we've been working a lot of video game talk into uh, our podcast. If you listened here. Oh, I would say the last few months, first 10, 15 minutes is usually us talking about what video games we've been playing or what consoles are coming out. There's a big year for that. And it got to the point where we're like, you know what? Damn, maybe this is the right time, right? We have so much content. We're always talking about it. Let's just revive our old uh, uh, video game podcast, rename it, put a fresh coat of paint on it. Um, But uh, I, I also think none of us want to do double the work. We already put a lot of hours into this here podcast. So uh, what we're going to do starting uh, next week, we're going to do the reverse that we did before. We're going to have a crossover episode where we're going to kick off the 16-Bit Gladiators podcast. And you can subscribe to it if you uh, search in Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We'll be there as 16-Bit Gladiators. Uh, And for that first episode, it'll be... If for some reason you're still subscribed to the 8-Bit Gladiators channel, you're good. Yeah, yeah. It should uh, just refresh for you, and you'll start getting new podcasts uh, five years after the last one. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, you know, with a new crew, of course, it's going to be myself and Joe, and now Tess will be part of the 8-Bit Gladiators. And we're bringing back... uh, 16. mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? No, did I say eight bit? You sure did. Oh, that's gonna. You know, that's gonna be tough. I'm gonna. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna fuck that up several times. It's I'm like sure. it's like after the new year, and you keep putting the old year no, down. On not your 2019. Chest. No. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, but we're gonna bring back uh, old co-host Jay. Will be. Uh, I don't know if he'll be in every episode, but uh, when he's able to grace us with his presence, he'll be here yeah. uh, giving us some uh, gaming knowledge. So uh, yes. yeah, that'll be kicking off. Uh, next week's episode, we'll announce uh, what movie slash video game uh, we'll be talking about uh, at the end of this episode. So stay tuned for that. But uh, for, right. yeah, for now, uh, 16-Bit Gladiators, come back, subscribe, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And uh, what we're going to do is, because we don't want to do double the work, 
<laughs> we're still going to be recording one podcast per week. So we're gonna, for a little while, we're going to alternate. We're going to do an editing bay, and then we're going to do a 16-bit gladiator. So uh, you're, if you love hearing our voices so much and our banter, 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 banter. no matter what we're talking about, uh, you can hear us still on a weekly basis. If you're an editing bay subscriber, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll get every other week. And the same thing uh, if you only subscribe to 16-bit gladiators. But uh, cool. we're, we're here for your movie and video game podcasting enjoyment. Hopefully they have the gist uh, by I now. I think so. Video games? Any, anybody playing anything new? Anything fun? Ooh, uh, well, we downloaded and discovered that uh, Super Mario 35 that Nintendo released. I guess that was a couple yeah. of weeks ago. The uh, yeah. to celebrate the 35th anniversary. It's a it's the old school Super Mario Brothers, the very first one for the regular Nintendo. Except the catch is you're playing 34 other opponents uh, online at the exact same time. Uh, yeah, and you can kind of have you played this, Joe? It's a last man standing kind of thing. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. I've, I've played it. Uh, I've I've had a great time with it. I've I've played first or I've placed first like only a small handful of times. Oh, uh, really? You it, got first? Like we we're, we're excited if we get into top five, and I think that's our record. Uh, Jenna got into top five once, uh, yeah. so oh, maybe wow. we're just not as good. But uh, yeah, you know, man, it, it takes practice. It does. It does. Uh, play that, and then uh, last night put in uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Nights, which. Oh. Uh, I had never played before until this year, what? so we're, we're oh. still working our way through it. I know people say it's the best Castlevania game. Uh, I've yet to be proven by that, but uh, I am enjoying my time with it. Uh, oh, my God. Frustrating in areas, though. And also, I kind of know the twist that goes along halfway through uh, the Literally. Game. Yeah, the, the literal <laughs> twist. Uh, you go into the upside down, as it turns out. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you, now, once you know that, like I can't not see the intentional design of the levels. Like, but it's okay. still brilliant. It's still brilliant the way that it's designed. It, it, uh, I don't know about brilliant because it's a little obvious <laughs> once, once you know what's going on. Because mm. otherwise, like if you didn't know that they were designing this so that the whole world could be flipped around halfway through the game, Flip, you'd be like, you'd be like, why? Why is this? Why does it look like this? Why am I having to go down and then up? Why are there? But Joel, don't you? I mean, don't can't you appreciate the fact that they made? <laughs> no, no, no. And I don't mean that like in a snide way. I'm, but can't you appreciate the fact that these? These programmers, these designers, designed oh, yeah. a game. They designed a world that could be played, uh, yeah, you know, twice. in one aspect, and then flip it. There's a bit of brilliance that comes with that. I agree, uh, and groundbreaking at the time. Uh, maybe if I didn't know, if it hadn't been spoiled for me, it'd be a nice surprise. But oh, now I'm just like yeah. noticing all of the uh, uh, weird <laughs> design choices they've made with the levels because it's like, oh, they have to do this for later in the game. But, Man, but uh, I- still a good Castlevania game. I'll tell you, man, from level design to gameplay to music. The music's that great. Game, that game sits, I mean, I've got, I, I would put that with Resident Evil, Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. uh, wow. Metal Gear Solid. Like, I would put it up. I can't actually rank those, but I would put them, like, those are like the top four or five games of the original PlayStation era. Symphony of the Night wow. was a staple of that time. That was such a good game. And the thing is, unlike those other games that I named, Symphony of the Night doesn't feel as dated as those do no, graphically. Because now, you know, retro is new again, and uh, side-scrolling 16-bit uh, games still kind of look the same. It's those old 3D games, those early, and that's what PlayStation uh, were, were really faltered. Yeah. Where everything looked like Virtual Fighter uh, before yeah. Mario 64 came along and taught us all how it was done. Uh, yeah, we had yeah. to sit through a whole generation of bad 3D games, and Crash Bandicoot, and uh, the original Tomb Raider. Not good. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, man. 
graphics look awful. But at the time, <laughs> at the oh, time, <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Laura Croft's polygonal boobs couldn't get enough. <laughs> Did you ever play? They made a, a three, like an upgraded, graphically upgraded version of the first Tomb Raider, and I think it was mm. called like Tomb Raider Legend mm. or something like that. It was the first game, but just graphically um, enhanced, and it looks gorgeous. It's fantastic. It's a, a lot. It's a lot easier to play because yeah. it's not just because it's easier on the eyes, but they fix a lot of the gameplay mechanics too. Because uh, that first game was a mess. It yes, was groundbreaking, it's hard to but play. it was a mess. How are the mm-hmm. physics in the updated version? They're great. They're 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 so good. Yeah, no, they're yeah, so the, good. The and the I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Naturally. Well, and she, the thing is that when she falls in water too, she gets out and her clothes are still wet. And they're no, clingy. Of course. Because right that's what that <laughs> game was all about. about exactly. Soft core game. Yeah. Um. I've been working on this after years, the Final Fantasy IV after years. Oh, um, the oh saga my god, continues. it's such it's such a beatdown. But I've also uh, been playing this. <laughs> I, I, they they released a game, a third person shooter game based on the GI Joe franchise. It's a kind of a GI Joe heavy episode. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. But like, I was a big fan of that show as a kid. Hell I mean, yeah. it had my name. Um, <laughs> you were but, but GI Joe. I was GI Joe. So I start. I started Ooh. playing it, and it's it's not bad. It's pretty forgettable, mm. and and I feel bad about that. Like the GI Joe franchise has yet to have like a decent game attached to it. That's true. The NES games were bad. There was a Konami arcade game that they had put out back in the eighties that was just kind of like like when you played the first Contra, and like you you had the side scrolling levels, but then the three D like you're behind the guys running levels. Yeah. It was all the whole game was behind the guys oh, really? running, and it was like, oh, please. So there's that, and then they had like PC games that sucked. They had a couple of uh, a Game Boy games that that really tanked. Like it's and the thing is with games like Contra out there, there's no reason why a GI Joe game shouldn't work. And they had yeah. it's just it's sad that they haven't they haven't hit it yet. And this one's fine. I think what it has going for it is that they have a, like cinematics that play between the levels. And they're done like comic book panels, Ooh. which some would say, and they would probably be correct. It's a little bit lazy. <laughs> they didn't want to put the work in to actually animate it. Yeah. But the fact that like G.I. Joe gets its roots in comic books, and I have like a lot of those early comics was a huge fan back in the day. Like it makes it a little bit easier for me to engage in it. But I have a feeling like this is one of those games I'm going to play through it. And once I'm done with it, I'm going to forget I ever played the Delete. damn thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then one other thing before we get to talking about this movie, uh, <laughs> Sarah and I have, uh, you know how I bought that arcade one up, uh, of oh, star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've added another cabinet to the home. <gasps> no way. L- let me guess. Um, Hmm. Okay. It's same companies, same. Uh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I'm not going to be able to guess then. You better it's just stop. It's a different company. And it, the, the purchase was almost based on one or two games alone uh you'll never guess what it is okay it's a it's a multi-game cabinet uh that's released it's this company called at games mm. uh and it's this uh, what is it ultimate legends or something like that is what the the name of the of the cabinet is and it has like 300 games on it one of the ones that really stuck out was tron which i've always wanted oh. like if arcade one up had done a tron cabinet I would have I would have shelled out the money for that, but they had Tron on this thing, mm. uh, and I thought that was interesting enough. But then they also have Fix It Felix Junior. Oh yeah, which is the wow. same name that they used to have on the arcade that they brought up to the up to work. They've got that, and there's like a whole Atari catalog. Uh, there's a bunch of arcade games. Oh yeah, here it NES is. Games. Yeah, if you've got it, I'm seeing the Virgin- uh, Tetris, Aladdin, The Lion King. Uh huh. 
Joe and Mac, Tron. Yeah, 300 games here. Look at that. So the version that we have also has this, um, uh, like, a pinball control option on the side. Oh, yeah. So if you have, like, digital pinball games, you could play them with the flippers on the side. Um, oh, and so God. we so we, we, we pulled the trigger on it. I, <laughs> I sold a few comic books. Uh, and, and got, well, I did. I legitimately sold a few comic books, and the thing was, uh, they weren't my most valuable, but they yeah, they were up there. But I sold a few, so that way we could we could kind of grab this thing. It's still in the box because I'm like, let's give ourselves a few days if mm-hmm. we feel like returning it. Maybe we'll return it because these things are cheap. Um, but in the meantime, I found like Tron uh, joystick upgrades that light up oh. that I can put on this machine. That's awesome. Oh yeah, oh, it's got yeah. A, it's got a trackball and everything. It's got trackball, uh, and if you have those, if you've ever seen those, um, like Atari flashback or Legends flashback, uh, like they're these a controller and like a USB dongle mm-hmm. that you just plug into the TV and you could play from there. I've got one. You can actually take you could take those dongles and plug them into this machine and play oh, the game. This games. works too. Interesting. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So uh, so we've uh, we've we've added to the arcade here at the, at the house. <laughs> Look at you! You're like the kid from uh, Good Boys who sells his Magic <laughs> the Gathering card. Uh, <laughs> That's right for a drone. So, have you guys been playing anything good? Uh, actually, yeah, it, uh, because it is still Halloween. I'm trying to get my last Halloween games uh, gaming in, and uh, picked up an oldie that I hadn't played. Ooh, probably since it came out like 20 years ago. I'm talking about the original Resident Evil 4. Uh, for, oh, uh, Resident Evil 4. I was going to say for Wii, but it actually came out on GameCube. But uh, the definitive version that everybody says uh, is the Wii version, where you can use the little Wii remote uh, as mm-hmm. your gun. Some claim that it makes it easier to aim your gun. Uh, I might uh, contest that. <laughs> I think it's it a little harder. That's the first Resident Evil in the series that I didn't play through. Like, oh, so so the fourth one like i played through the first one played through the second one played through the third one like just religiously loved those games got to four and i don't i think it's just because like they really changed up like the like how the controls work they Mm -hmm. changed up kind of the whole the whole dna of resident evil suddenly changed the Mm -hmm. kind of from what it used to be um and i ended up never playing through it i've got it now on the switch and I, I plan on playing through it, but uh, I I've, I hadn't finished that one. And then I ended up playing through Code Veronica, which oh, I thought yeah. was just amazing. That one is a beautiful game. Um, and then like everything after that, I haven't played through. And then suddenly they came out with these uh, these games called the oh gosh, what was it? Um, it came out for the 3DS, and then they came out for it on the Switch. It was Resident Evil, not Chronicles. It's Jill Valentine on a on a ship. It's like this cruise ship that goes astray. And uh, in a way, it's kind of like the spiritual successor to uh, Resident Evil Gaiden, which was the Game Boy game. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, and dude, like this, this was so good uh, and, and kind of cl- reminiscent of the classic Resident Evil games. Uh, and, and they ended up doing a second one with uh, with Claire. And God if I can't remember what the title of it was. It wasn't uh, the, the Umbrella Chronicles? No, not Umbrella Chronicles, no. Um, Resident Evil Revelations? That, that I think that's it, yeah. That's it, all right. Resident Evil Revelations, and then there was oh, Resident Evil great. Revelations too. Resident Evil, it, like, it was so neat because each chapter is set up like it's an episode of a TV show. So, like, it's bite-sized chunks. You play through it a little bit, uh, and then, like, you can kind of hit your save point and stop, and then if you come back, 
it'll say like previously on resident evil revelation oh, that's awesome it'll show like the highlights of what you got from the story so far while you were playing and then like you play through the game and then it'll even do like when you finish that chapter it'll be like next time on resident evil revelations and it'll <laughs> kind of like show you a sneak preview of what's in the next part very cool uh, i'm looking so at gameplay like, footage right now it looks pretty awesome Dude, it's it's beautiful. It was a fantastic game. Uh, so yeah, Resident Evil. I, I'm I'm jealous of you getting into that because mm-hmm. uh, four is definitely uh, on my yeah. list of. If I was still doing the quest, like that is definitely oh. on my list of games that like oh. well, I need to get back to it. I maybe need to we'll do bring that. that back. Maybe it'll be a segment on the 16-bit Gladiator podcast. Bro, you can uh, bro, talk about what you can talk about what Final Fantasy game you're almost at the end of. Dude, you right now. Right now, all I'm going to be doing is boring people about like the level grinding I'm having to do oh, no. on fucking Final Fantasy for the after years. Of course, like, it's the fun, dude. This is the fucking word. And if I hadn't already invested like 25 hours into this, uh-huh. I would so be done. But there's no way I can invest this much time and then just be like, nah, I'm done with it. I have to all see right. this through to the end. More power to you. You're a better man than I, Joe. It's just taking so goddamn long. It's You're taking completion. so long. You're completionist. I feel that. All but, these fours, man. I've been playing Far Cry 4, and it's taken me forever to get Oh, yeah. Well, those games are like What are you talking 60, about? All you have to do is games. wait 20 minutes at the beginning, and you can finish the game. <laughs> yeah, I did that, but you called me a weenie for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to play the whole game, man, and I'm I'm dying, man. I got to survive out in the woods and shit, and Dude. it's taking forever. That's You have to, like, you go and take out the, the what is it, the bases? And yeah. you could like shoot the cages and let like the tiger out, and mm-hmm. it attacks people and stuff. Oh, cool! And I've been I've been doing that, but I've also been having tigers and shit set on me, and then the savages. Oh yeah, you got to be careful up. with that. Is Far Cry Four, the one where you have like uh, fever dreams, and you like you have those dreams yeah. of being like the dude that controls the spiritual tiger or whatever. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> the like Tiger some, King. It's like some yeah. drug or something. Like you're kind of tripping or whatever. <laughs> yes. on it. Yeah. You're Joe Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> Go attack them, my tiger. <laughs> 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 fuck carol baskin <laughs> and her dead ass husband uh so uh, i don't know if you guys if, if you saw it but um my daughter my five-year-old daughter huh? beat a level of galaga oh, on her own i did see that you must have been like the proudest father oh, wow. i was i was so like i looked at sarah i was like sarah sarah she just beat a level of galaga by herself <laughs> Uh, so we talked last week about this uh, Legends uh, Ultimate Arcade Machine that I picked up. This thing is cool. It looks this awesome. This thing is super. Like the games, the selection, the selection of games on it is fantastic. Then the fact that like if you have those like Atari flashback or arcade flashback blast uh, dongles that they sell with the controller mm-hmm. that you could just like plug into your TV and play, you could plug those into this too and basically expand the amount of games that you have on the arcade machine. That's awesome. So, like, we were playing Galaga. We got, we got one that had Galaga, Pac-Man, Mappy. So I was playing oh, some of that Mappy. with Harper. But, like, that's how we got Galaga on there, and Harper wanted to play. She was like, I want to play this game. So she's playing through it, and, like, I tried to teach her. I was like, all right, now when this guy comes down, he's going to do a little tractor beam. You want to let him take you. Oh. If you have extra lives, you want to let him take you so you mm-hmm. can get the extra ship. So then I'm like, all right, now wait. You've got to shoot him twice to get your ship back, but don't shoot your ship or else you'll lose your ship. Oh, Joe. And she's like, okay. So she does it right. Oh, my gosh. I was so proud really? of her. 
she she done it she did it right but then died at the same time so (laughs) she she didn't get to have the two ships at once Uh, but she managed to save the other ship and not end the game that's impressive because even today as i play that as a 40 year old um i i I still end up shooting my ship sometimes yeah oh yeah for sure or i'll do that dumbass move where it's like i don't realize i I don't have any more men left and i'll let myself get captured (laughs) and then it's like game over like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) oh dude so no this this machine is outstanding i can't tell you how many times like in the morning when i wake up for work I turn it on. I'll play like a few levels of Fix It Felix Jr. <laughs> before awesome. I go. I saw that video. Yeah, you had posted. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's well, Christmas it's, came it's early at the Cucinati house, huh? I, yeah, I think so. I think this is this is birthday and Christmas wrapped up into one. <laughs> oh, no Xbox for you, huh? No PS Five. Well, yeah, as if as if I had that choice. Um, which which is I did have the opportunity to get an Xbox. I got an email from uh, Best Buy, mm. and they were like, "Hey, we've got uh we got these back in stock. You know, go ahead and." Go to the website now while they're still there. And so I went to the website. I put it in the cart and like went to check out and was like, nope, no. Uh, I just I just dropped like five hundred dollars on this arcade machine. Oh wow! I'm not. I'm. I can't. I can't drop another on on a console right, right uh. now. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be doing our kickoff of the sixteen bit gladiators little crossover episode, mm-hmm. which means we're gonna be talking about a movie that's based on a video game. I had a lot of thoughts, uh, a lot of ways we could have gone on this. Uh, at, at one point, I thought, "Ooh, this is the perfect time to do one of those bad Uwe Boll movies," and then oh, I was no. like, "I would never want to subject anyone to this, especially myself." Thank you. Uh, to one of those movies, uh, then I thought, "Oh, maybe we could go and talk about a movie that." Joel and I have commented on plenty of times mm-hmm. and have always meant to talk about something like Cloak and Dagger. Uh, uh. But, but no, we still got to <laughs> wait on that one. Uh, I thought, finally, we need to do something modern, something that's going to kind of get everyone caught up uh, and play off of the energy that we're hoping to bring to this new podcast. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about last year's Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Uh, nice. The voice of Ben Schwartz, James Marsden, and... Tessa's guy, Jim Carrey, the goat. Uh, playing Dr. Robotnik uh, in this in this movie that, you know, I've I've now watched a couple of times. Yeah. And, oh, really? Uh, recent enough to say that I still enjoy it. Oh. Uh, but yeah, we'll be we'll be talking about Sonic the Hedgehog with Jay. Uh, so awesome. Pull pull out your Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, I mean, the movie. <laughs> if, if, if you're if Ron Jeremy, that means something completely I'm, different. Um, no, but but check out Sonic the Hedgehog. Play your Sonic the Hedgehog games, and then come back and join us uh, as we uh, as we talk about that and kick off uh, a new a new life, a new age of the 16 bit gladiators. Awesome. That's it, uh, Jeff. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, Tess, good job. Yeah, man. Joel, always a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. All right, guys. We'll see you next week for the 16 bit gladiators and Sonic the Hedgehog. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.